Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining this call. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Timo Lena, and I'm the interim CEO of S3PSC. Until very recently, I was running our DAG region, and over the recent years, I was part of the senior leadership team here at S3. With me today in the studio is Andrew Beach, our CFO, who many of you will know already. Before we go into the presentation, I wanted to take the opportunity to introduce myself and my background with the company. I'm a German national, as you may hear. I studied business management in the Netherlands before I joined S3 in our business in Munich. At the time, I was one of our first ever employees in the Dach region. In 2008, I was asked to build the Düsseldorf business, where over the next four years, it became the single biggest revenue contributor in the Dach region. And as you're aware, the Dach region was and remains the powerhouse of the group, accounting for 36% of the fees in today's announcement. Following this, I was asked as a senior director to scale our overall contract business across DACH and set the foundations for our ECM model in Germany. In 2017, I was promoted to managing director of the overall DACH business, which now represents more than 500 million euros in revenue and over a thousand employees across 10 offices. I deeply understand the market we operate in, the clients, our people, our candidates, and this company. I have a proven track record to scale businesses in different jurisdictions and across PERM, contract, and ECM. And I'm very excited and confident about the future of S3. I feel immense privilege in leading this company as an interim CEO, continuing to deliver against our strategic uh, strategy and consequently create value for you as investors. We have an excellent team here at the senior level and the right strategy in place that has enabled us to thrive no matter the external headwinds, such as COVID-19 pandemic. Together with my senior colleagues, we have been extremely focused in delivering the results which we are announcing today. It's a record financial performance. As a quick reminder on the shape of our business that you will now be familiar with from previous announcements, our strategy is positioned at the center of two long-term secular trends, both STEM and flexible working with a unique global footprint. And to be clear, by flexible working, we mean the short to medium term independent contracts or employed contractors that are often needed to be filled by highly skilled specialists in technology, life science, and engineering. Why do we think it's so important to be at the center of these mega trends? Well, to share two quick recent facts with you, according to PwC, 53% of people think that technological breakthroughs will transform the way people work over the next five to 10 years. And the World Economic Forum this month stated that they think over 97 million new jobs will be created by AI and automation alone by 2025. S3 is at the center of this global demand. Hopefully, you will all have read the press release and documentation earlier this morning. 2021 was a record year with a record performance, 
not just in comparison to 2020, but also against our previous record year in 2019, which was pre-COVID. This year, we delivered over 1.3 billion sterling in revenue. Not only was this a 14% increase over 2020, but also up 3% over 2019. Andy, we'll shortly take you through the details, but I must say that this is a very strong growth, irrespective of operating during a pandemic. We set out a number of strategic pillars in 2019 so that we could comment on our progress relative to our position, platform, market, and people. In the last year, I'm delighted that we have continued to drive scale in our five core markets, US, Germany, Netherlands, UK, and Japan. We've maintained discipline in investment decisions and prioritized capital for our most rewarding markets. We have ramped up our internal capability for managing our technology and operational estates, which now includes the formal appointment of Nick Foulkes, our first ever dedicated CTIO for the company. Nick brings significant experience of developing and delivering sizable IT infrastructure and transformation programs. And given our focus on flexible working with ECM and independent contractors, we're enhancing the platform and taking the best of the best from our core markets and applying it across the group. In our markets, we continue to take market share in addition to growing areas with clients related to sustainable supply chains, such as in our renewable energy business. Finally, but one of the most important pillars is our people. We are continuously reflecting and adjusting our approaches to attract and retain great people in this global war for talent. We put in place a 5% spend on learning and development. We introduced a new digital learning system, which takes the best of our internal content and the best of market standards through companies like LinkedIn. We're shortly introducing a new global onboarding and training program, which is virtual and in-person to help our new recruits become as productive as possible. And finally, we have refreshed our employee feedback approach and are moving to the best-in-class standard of tracking hotspots on a quarterly basis. Connected to our purpose and strategy is a strong emphasis on our ESG commitments. We believe in empowering a sustainable future through STEM skills, promoting green jobs, promoting diversity in STEM, and contributing to the renewable space. Internally, we are also reducing our own carbon emission and improving our female representation at senior levels to 50% by 2024. We are particularly interested in supporting engineering and tech roads in the green job economy. These jobs are not only highly in demand, but will be a massive area of growth. And don't just believe me, believe the biggest investor in the world, BlackRock. And I quote Larry Fink from his 2022 CEO letter, where he says, Engineers and scientists are working around the clock on how to decarbonize cement, steel, plastics, shipping, trucking, aviation, agriculture, energy, and construction. Then he says, the decarbonization of the global economy is going to create the greatest investment opportunity of our lifetime. And finally, he says, the decarbonization of the economy will drive enormous job creation. S3's purpose, strategy, and positioning ensures we're not only ready for these changes in the market, we're also perfectly positioned for these major shifts in the provision of core talent 
and skills which are desperately needed for the net zero transition. Finally, before I hand over to Andy, I would like to share a few examples of our purpose in action, illustrated by the clients and candidates we serve. First, in the renewable space is Schneider Electric, who will help not only get the right team, but also help them hire the first ever senior woman in an engineering role. Second, is a major pharmaceutical company where we place nearly 50 people to help them scale for major clinical trials for COVID vaccine. We're very proud of this work and this client. Finally, in engineering in the US is an example of where S3 is perfectly placed to solve problems fast. <clears throat> For Angie, a global leader in sustainable solutions, we got them the right team extra fast on a solar project in Texas so they could deliver on time, which otherwise would have been not as successful. With that, I will hand over to Andy to take us through the details on our financial performance. Andy. Great. Thank you very much, Timo. And good morning, everyone. I thought I'd start by taking a quick look back over the last three years. FY19 was, at the time, our record ever performance. Whilst FY20 was hit by the pandemic, the impact on our top-line performance was relatively shallow. We've bounced back quickly in FY21, helped by the market recovery, and returned to year-on-year -year growth from Q2, delivering three consecutive quarters at more than 20% growth. More importantly, we returned to pre-pandemic levels very quickly, delivering growth on FY19 as early as Q2. And as Timo has said, this resulted in another record year, with three upgrades in the last six months, beating the FY19 performance at both net fees and operating profit level. We are less cyclical due to our strategic focus on STEM and flexible working. Our experience of the pandemic has proven that we are less volatile through periods of market disruption, and this confirms that our strategy is right and that our business is of a high quality. Looking in more detail now at the full year FY21 performance, we've delivered a year-on-year -year net fee growth of 19%. 2020 was significantly impacted by the pandemic, and for that reason, we've chosen to also present our performance versus 2019, which was before the pandemic. Compared to full year 2019, net fees are up 9%. Operating profit has more than doubled year on year and is up 7% compared to FY19. Our conversion ratio, the ratio of operating profit to net fees, is 17.1%, up 7 percentage points year on year and broadly flat with FY19. Profit before tax is 60 million, again, more than double year on year. Our effective tax rate returns to a more normal level of 30%, down from a high of 39% last year, and this gives a profit after tax of 42.1 million. I'll now go on to talk about some of the key drivers behind this strong performance. We have seen very strong demand in the STEM sectors that we exclusively focus on. And of course, we're also benefiting from the broader improvement in the recruitment market. Compared to last year, the permanent business has led the recovery as expected. Permanent represents just 25% of our net fees, but was up 24% year-on-year. Contract, which represents 75% of net fees, saw growth of 17% year-on-year. Compared to FY19, we delivered 9% growth in our contract business and 8% growth in our permanent business. We're also benefiting from the continued trend towards flexible working. Whilst we'd expect the permanent business to rebound more sharply, our focus on contractor business 
delivers a more sustainable revenue stream and a higher value across the length of the engagement. This slide looks at the analysis of net fees by product type. As I mentioned before, 75% of our business comes from contract. This can be further split between independent contractors and employed contractors. The most notable shift over the last couple of years has been the trend towards the employed contractor model, or ECM, which has grown from 23% of net fees in 2019 to 32% of net fees in 2021. That's an increase of 28% year-on-year and 41% since 2019. ECM is the predominant model in the US and is fast-growing across Europe. Turning now to the regional and sector split for the year, we have a well-balanced business, both geographically and by sector. On the two charts you see here, the outer ring represents 2021 and the inner ring represents 2020. The first chart shows that 97% of our net fees come from our top three regions. DACH, as Timo mentioned, represents 36% of the group, up from 34% last year, and this growth was largely driven by Germany. EMEA, excluding DACH, represents 36% of the group, down from 38% last year despite an increase in net fees, and the growth here largely driven by the Netherlands. And the US represents 25% of the group, consistent with last year, but with a significant growth in net fees. The second chart shows our strong and unique position in providing STEM skills. Technology is our largest sector, and it represents 47% of net fees. And life sciences represents 24% of net fees. Our year-on-year -year growth is driven largely by DAC and the US, both up 24%. You can also see that most of this growth is driven by the technology and life science sectors, with year-on-year -year growth of 23 and 25% respectively. We've seen some improvement in our margins over the last couple of years. Contract margins expressed as a percentage of revenue are up 0.8 percentage points compared to last year and up 1.2 from the year before. Our permanent margins, which are expressed as a percentage of the candidate's starting salary, are broadly flat year-on-year, year, but up slightly compared to FY19. We've also benefited from wage inflation. The average salary of contract placements increased by 4%, and on the permanent side, by nearly 5%. Activity levels are at their highest since 2019, with contractors working longer hours. This, coupled with the fact that the increased demand has been delivered with lower consultant headcount, results in exceptional levels of productivity. We've also benefited from the shift towards ECM, as well as new tools and processes that we've introduced to more carefully manage shrinkage. The measure of productivity, being net fees per head, increased by 31% year-on-year. These levels of productivity are not sustainable, and we do expect them to revert to some extent. However, we do expect to maintain some of this productivity gain long-term. Turning to the year-on-year -year operating profit bridge, you can see the strong increase in permanent and contract fees, just over 47 million in total. People costs are up year-on-year, -year, and that's despite the fact that our average headcount is down. This is largely driven by increased bonus and commissions to reflect a significant improvement in performance. Taking into account net savings in other costs, we see a high drop-through of over 60%. Looking at our net cash position, we've delivered a 15% increase, despite the additional working capital required to fund new contractors. Over the last year, we have added over 2,000 contractors, taking our total active contractors to record levels. The consumption of working capital to fund these new contractors 
required cash of approximately £20 million. But the underlying profits of the group, together with very strong management of other working capital, including debtor collection and supplier payments, has more than compensated for the required funding. Moving on now to look at EPS and dividends. Profit after tax is up 129%. The number of shares is broadly flat year on year, driving an earnings per share increase of 129% to 31.8 pence. I'm very pleased to announce our final dividend of 8 pence per share, bringing our full year dividend to 11 pence. This is more than twice as high as 2020 and in line with our dividend policy. Looking now at the future visibility of our contract business. The contract order book represents the value of contracts written up to the contractual end date, assuming that all contracted hours are worked. We have seen further growth in the order book, up 43% versus the same time last year, and up 30% on the same time in 2019. Within the order book, the employed contractor model, ECM, was the main driver of the growth. Our experience over the last two years supports our ambitions around growth and market share. We remain committed to our operating profit conversion ambition, and this ambition was supported by planned investments in systems, including CRM and ERP. The original plan was a multi-year implementation, resulted in a smooth margin impact. Our plans naturally adjusted during COVID, and this results in a more concentrated cost profile. Whilst we still expect to deliver strong net fee and profit growth in FY22, it's likely to hold our margins closer to those delivered in FY21. And we anticipate margin gains to resume from FY23. The anticipated income statement impact of investments in FY22 is in the region of 1% to 2% of net fee income, and the current market consensus already captures the full impact of these investments. So, to sum up, we're reporting a record trading performance for the year. We delivered strong growth in net fees across all geographies. The contract order book continues to grow, giving us increased visibility of future revenues. And we have a healthy balance sheet position. Thank you. I'll now hand back to Timo. Thank you, Andy, for that comprehensive overview of our results. I would like to summarize a few areas. In 2019, we stated these four ambitions. And as we all know, since 2019, the world and how we operate our business has changed a lot. However, we have made great progress in some areas and we have still got some work to do in others. Market share, we're really happy with our progress. We're committed to driving our OP conversion and are on track. Cash reserves, we are very comfortable with this, especially since independent contract and employed contract business has grown so much and it's more cash intensive. People and society, we have done so much internally to help our people grow and our productivity is at all time highs, which will remain a core focus. Looking ahead, I would like quickly to offer some high level views from our candidates. We recently spoke to 5,000 candidates globally about what they see in the coming year and the future of work. Our candidates have a very positive outlook. 66% expect to see more demand in the coming month. They tell us there's even more demand for roads in ICT, healthcare, life science, and fintech roads. And finally, we're expecting from our surveys a higher desire for STEM specialists to work in flexible contractual work models like independent contractors and ECM. This combined with the overall skill shortage across the majority of countries we are operating in shows that S3 has the right position to drive further success in the upcoming years. Finally, 
In closing, I would like to emphasize a few things. One, moving into 2022, we are now focused on investing for our future and long-term sustainable growth, especially on group-wide solutions for CM and back-office technology, sales excellent, growing our ECM model in more markets and investing in our people. And two, we are in the right markets with the right strategy at the center of two secular trends of STEM and flexible working. As we laid out in our strategy, there is an increase for both STEM specialists and flexible working, specifically with independent contractors and the employed contractor model. There's no question that between the green jobs economy that I touched on earlier, supported by major investors, governments, and the massive shift in society around areas such as digitalization mean that science, technology, and engineering jobs are going to be in extremely high demand. S3 is perfectly positioned to help find this talent globally. Internally, we're putting in place the right culture, benefits, policies, such as permanent hybrid working models to enable us to attract our own diverse and top talent. And we're extremely focused on continuing to drive the group forward towards our long-term ambitions, both through what we do and how we do it. Finally, we have delivered record performance and are forecasting double-digit growth on net fees and profit in 2022. Thank you very much for attending today. Um, we would round up now and um, actually just indicate again, seeing you back in Q1 in March to give you our Q1 update. Thank you very much for everyone and have a great week. Thank you. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.